Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. And congregation, we're back with another installment of Scam Goddess. It's me, Lacey Mosley, aka Scam Goddess. This is a podcast dedicated to robbery, fraud, connery, all those who practice it. Sometimes we love them, sometimes we hate them. I'm very, yes, excited. Y'all know the deal. Y'all been here, congregation. Pull up. Um, very excited for today's guest. Uh, someone who I've seen on television so much that when I saw his face, I was like, oh, okay. Yes, love this. Um, y'all know I be, I have too many jobs. I have more jobs than a Jamaican, and so I be <laughs> tired a lot. But so happy to be here. He is a comedian, an actor, a writer, a producer. His credits include the co-hosting of the Adulting Podcast with Michelle Buteau. Love Michelle Buteau. Love the Adulting Podcast. Get into it. Everything's Trash is coming out on Freeform. Okay, so get into the Freeform moment. First Wives Club on BET. And The God's Honest Truth with Charlemagne. Congregation, like, I feel like the next Samuel L. Jackson, where you win a Guinness Book of World Records of just being on so many TV shows and being in so many things, <laughs> that is Jordan Carlos. Like, Jordan is out here and in all the things. Welcome, uh, Jordan. Just, What's thank up? Thank you very much, Lily. That That is, I am definitely not... I will. You know what? I'm just gonna take those flowers. Thank you very no, much. That's very them. kind of you to say. We I'll give the flowers, flowers when you were living and when you breathing and you alive. Like <laughs> I always talk about, I want to be at my funeral. Like I gotta have a fake sure. funeral so I can see people crying and being sad about me and saying nice things. Like I need to be there. Like we gotta give people flowers while they're alive. Like Yo, I don't want no like, Instagram yeah. comments when I'm dead. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to see those. I don't know if they got Instagram in heaven. <laughs> I'm sure. Am I gonna be able to check my feed? When I'm dead, I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a great question. Is there Instagram in heaven? Probably not. I think people just say to your face what they love about you yes. in heaven instead you, of just like dashing off a little something. Because like we be like, oh, my relatives watching over me. And I think about that. And yes, I hope that my grandparents are watching over me. I love them so much. I hope that all my relatives who, who pass are watching over me. But then I'd be thinking like, when do they get to watch? Like, yeah. are they going to be watching when I'm using my rose masturbator? Like, I don't want them to watch over me then. If I'm at an award show, yeah, I'll watch over me. But don't be watching over me if I'm getting it in. Like, I feel like I hope that there's limits in heaven where you can't watch over people. 
I'm, I'm sure there are windows and there's, there's some things that they don't want to watch. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're probably, they're probably watching Gilded Age or something like that. What like, is I don't like, want them. your, your dead relatives are like, Oh, we, we want to pull up on Lacey. They're like, not right now. She fuck it. Like, <laughs> that's when they watch bad girls club. No, that's when they watch, they watch something else. They watch 90 day fiance the other way. They, they right. watch other things. You don't know? watch There's, over me when I'm doing bad shit. Watch over me yeah. when I'm winning an award or, or, Absolutely. you know, doing something that you would be proud of. Don't be watching over me when I'm doing hood rat shit. They're like, you don't want to go down there right now. She's, I think my, my relatives are definitely in heaven watching over me when I put pitted dates in the blender and forget to take the, the pits out. So I think that that's kind of my MO. That's they watch, speaking they, to you. I hope the ancestors, because I do feel them when I cook. So I hope that they are watching when I cook. Like, they're like, let's go into the kitchen. Y'all pull up, all the ancestors. But don't pull up when I'm doing mess, please. Like, uh, Yeah, they're there. They're, they're there at all times. Just remember that. that that's why they, That's why it's like you got to act right all, all the time. All the time. You know what right. I'm saying? So, but but yeah. come on now. We all need our private moments. That's what I'm like. But at the same time, though, I feel like if I'm the ancestor, I would be trying to look and see the mess. Like, not not <laughs> not, not my relatives having sex, but I, I do want to see the mess. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. You want to see the mess of these parts. I know. I know. At family reunions, it's like we get together. It's great. It's just, it's, it's um you know, it, it's it's almost like you're not even broaching the surface. It's just kind of small talk. I want to get to the nitty yeah. gritty. I want to get to the nitty gritty. I guess I got to. Yes, speaking yeah. of the nitty gritty, Jordan, yeah. I have to ask you, what is your relationship with scams? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Have you ever been scammed? It could literally be anything. Oh, okay. I am, I'm more in awe of scams. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I, I observe from afar. One of my favorite shows <laughs> of all time is American Greed. I yes. watch American Greed like all the time. It's so sad. I was like, why not watching so much American Greed? And then they said, scammers often look at the work of other scammers to learn and study and i was like yes. oh shit, that's they talk about me they talk Scam- about me <laughs> not they talk about me <laughs> no why am i in this photo attack me <laughs> yes i love this i always say and y'all i know the congregation's tired of me saying this but scamming is a job it is a profession it is a learned practice if you are really doing it you you are charles ponzi led to Bernie Madoff, you know, like yes. the girls got the blueprints and they ran it up. So scamming is definitely something that has to be like apprenticed. Like, absolutely. I mean, let's talk about the, the pantheon of great scammers. I mean, even like I was just really happy that um, Elizabeth Holmes kind of made it in. Oh, I love the pantheon. Yeah, that she made it in because, you know, it's just an all boys club. It's it is. Scamming all the time. And she lowered her voice. And she was Silicon Valley hot and she wore the turtlenecks and she dropped out of an expensive college. She did the A, B, C and the D of scams. And she also did the tiny thing. Like all technology, we kind of oscillate between, oh, it's tiny and technology that makes it fancy. Because remember when our phones were so little that you could barely like put your fingers on them to like flip phones, Nokia's, like our phones used to be very little. And then they were like, okay, this is too little. <laughs> we need to bring it up in size a little bit. Yeah. Now we say no to Nokia. Like it used to be back in the day, like a, a Sony flip or a Nokia mm-hmm. was everything. That was like, that was the apex of cool. A sidekick, that dumbass oh, bootleg God. Blackberry that you slide up. <laughs> Paris Hilton had one. And I was like, I need me a sidekick. What's going yeah. on, T Mobile? Jay-Z, the Motorola 2A pager, like all these things. I was like, I need that in my life. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's important that I have these things and now it's big, but I feel that scammers, there's a very thin line between scammers and CEOs anyway. So I'm just like, yeah. So I'm, I'm really kind of like delving into that because I'm like that really, that, that puts me in total awe. Like I'm so enamored of that, of the way that like rogue CEOs can like build a corporation, but really it's kind of like a scam, but aren't we just all fed on scams anyway? Like, yeah. isn't so much of our life just a scam? Like, I mean, I love Coca-Cola, but Coca-Cola is just like sugar water. And like, I like that more than Pepsi. Like what, like, what am I really Delicious like, isn't it all water. just, yes, Delicious you're selling on a feeling. Water. And that's what a confidence person does, right? The confidence person just sells you on a feeling like, yep. like, wasn't Peloton was valued at 51 bill, right? And then they had to knock it down to nine bill because somewhere along the line, somebody said, these are just stationary bikes. You know, like, <laughs> like that's <laughs> with, with an iPad on, attached. Okay, but it's a stationary bike with an iPad. You you right. got a friend with you working out with you in your office, in your living room, in your closet. Like, it's... It's I, vibes. I, I, I feel you. It's I feel giving you. vibes. I, I'm acting like I own a Peloton. I don't right now. I mean... I said I mean, right now because I might get roped into that scam. <laughs> but it's I, all right. I, I love especially Peloton because that always makes me think of that commercial that went viral because it was the Peloton commercial where they gifted this beautiful, very thin white woman... Her husband gives her a Peloton. Then she yeah. takes all these videos like, working out, day three. And she looks like she's trapped. <laughs> she looks like she don't want to be doing it. And we're like, hey, girl, do you need help? Blink twice. Blink three times. <laughs> like, Peloton got you like this? What happened, sis? <laughs> like, but then Peloton had the last laugh because during the pandemic, when all the gyms closed, they were like, ah, bitch, where you going to work you- out now? How how you gonna have a workout instructor <laughs> if you can't go to the gym, bitch? Huh? Yeah, you gonna you get on this do? iPad motorcycle and you gonna pedal away in your home. You're gonna get on a bike and go nowhere, bitch. Do you think Peloton <laughs> started the, the the Wuhan virus? Is that what you're saying? Loki. That's my conspiracy theory right there is that Peloton is the whole reason that COVID started because they were like, oh, bitch, we're going to get y'all. You're going to be on a bike going nowhere. Can you imagine like any other thing than a stationary bike that's mobile being stationary? You would be like, this is insane. If you just got into a car, you just was like pedaling like the Flintstones, but it didn't go nowhere. If you got on a Lime scooter and you wasn't going nowhere, it's dumb. It's very dumb to be on a bike that does not move. And you're I love you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. They have those for like swimming pools. It's like you can do a lap pool. It's like a lap and it's just yep. the, the, the water moving. The water against pushes you. against you. Yeah. So you yes, can't go yeah. far because of the tension. Yes. Yeah. I know those but pools. Also, you could just go to the Y. Right? Listen, my favorite <laughs> thing before the pandemic was I would always feel like Olivia Pope, like a black girl icon, because I would go to the wave pool and I'd do my laps and swim. And I was like, look at me. Look at me. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. As a black woman Fucking in the, the president. Pool? Absolutely. <laughs> the a president. Fucking the president. Fucking the president. It's handled. It's handled. Yes, I was handling it in the mm-hmm. pool, thinking about my life, just like Kerry Washington. <laughs> Love that for <laughs> us. That bitch got I mean, me it's... on wine, popcorn, and swimming <laughs> laps. And I loved I think... it. 
I think it's more or less like this. It's like we love to be sold on a kind of like an idea or a notion or a feeling. So if you can sell a feeling to us, then yeah. we won't worry about anything else, you know? Honestly, it's getting a little too deep, though. Like the commercials, they be selling feelings where it's like, oh, a family. And then the mom had a miscarriage and then her second baby came out. And then at the end, they'd be like, tied for your laundry. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I mean, this is a laundry detergent commercial. There's a time commercial that literally made me cry when I went to college. It was a black family and they're playing this song. It was like, Take me home to my family. And I was crying. And I was like, I am crying at a time commercial. What is happening? This doesn't feel yeah. right. <laughs> That's, I used to write, I used to write commercials for a living. So I can wow, tell you right really? now, yeah, we'd have to tie in. The first was like, we would try to go for the heart, go for mm. the heart, the heartstrings, something that universalizes. Then we, then we try to personify and make sure that whatever we're selling the product or service is like a, like a person, like a good neighbor, Stay you're in good hands, you know, like, oh, I'll so say, you try to, you in I'll good say. hands, I'll say drop me. Um, oh, that's not a I good neighbor. I got into too many accidents. Okay. And then the black man from Allstate showed up and said, you're not in good hands anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm handing you off. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm handing you off. <laughs> I feel like, but that's that's what, what people do. If they make a product or service, they got to make it so that there's like a human connection. So you make that human yeah. connection that might be missing in somebody's life and think that that product or service will fill And now fill I have feelings energy. about Tide. Oh yeah, absolutely. I got tired every time. I get tired. I'm like tired is my mama. Yeah. Tired is my granny. <laughs> tired is watching over me. <laughs> tired got you. Tired got you. Tired with those other pair of feet on the that's shore the next, when Jesus was carrying. That's the next commercial, Jordan. You you might have to hop back in and throw him a few ideas. I know you booked a busy, but you might have to go back and be like, Tired got you. Tired got you. That's like you spilling ragu on your shirt. Tired got you. Tired got you. Listen, your friends it. may not have you. Your friend, your family may not have you. Your therapist, you got to pay them to have you. But Tide, yeah. Tide got you. I mean, that's it exactly. If you think about it, that's a beautiful scam. I mean, every slogan is a scam, right? So mm -hmm. if you're talking about, uh, like, you, you you talk to people's heartstrings, like their insecurities, right? Yep. Insecurities about health, wealth, all that kind of stuff, right? So and it's beauty. like an appearance. And I learned and beauty, health, all wealth, of and beauty, that. Right? I have a marketing degree. And I learned mm -hmm. all of that in school, like taking marketing classes, taking classes where we made yeah. ads and ad campaigns. I learned that all a lot of advertisement is like telling you you don't have enough, telling right. you you need more things. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, or it's telling it's both telling you that you need more things and then congratulating you for the things that you have. Right. Now, like if you have the product, sometimes like the Mercedes commercial is not really about like the new features like a toyota commercial is about this new thing they really gotta sell it. they're like tap dancing out there like right oh toyota is selling very hard and it's crazy that you said that because that's about to tie in right yeah. now to our first segment what's hot and fraud this is where we warn Ooh. our listeners about popping scams in the zeitgeist and more often than not these days y'all know we get a listener letter as always snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to what yes fuck up your bag okay so <laughs> run it up and then when you're done running it call me because i want to know about it and <laughs> We're talking about cars, and that perfectly goes into this story uh, or this letter. I need a fake name for this person. 
Gender doesn't um, matter. Come up with anything, sure. Jordan. Uh, it- sure, 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 sure. Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar? I'm very biblical. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. I'm very biblical like that. <laughs> That's, I'm very biblical. Amen. So you were raised in the church? Yeah. Oh, child please. I was there like, we used to go back. We do one service in the morning on Sunday, then come back in the evening for evening service. Now, wait, was any of your family in the clergy? Because my papa was a deacon. So I was always at no. church as a kid. No? No. So y'all was just no, kicking we it? Just, we you, was just fans you know, of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we are, <laughs> we are Jesus' number one stands. And we got to wait outside the church after the service so we can. <laughs> wow. my went so hard for Jesus. At yeah. least my papa was a deacon. I had to wait after church so he could count the money. And I sang in the choir. And I remember, <laughs> so you learned the Bible as a kid. And you're very entrenched in church culture, which I was and still am. It, it, it would be so funny because I was singing in the choir. And I remember I was like five, maybe six years old. And I would always get the solos. I can sing pretty decent. And sure. Um, sure. <laughs> and one week, the choir director, Miss Pat, who was married to our preacher, was like, oh, well, we got to let somebody else sing this week. Like, you can't sing every week the lead. And I was like, but why not? I was like, God got to use us, and, and we all got to be used with our individual gifts. And y'all trying to let Sherman sing, and his gift is passing out the um uh, uh pamphlets. His gift is uh walking around with the offering tray. But his gift is not singing. Like, if we're doing Jesus' bubbling in my soul, like... Let me sing it because it's gonna bubble down. Like, yeah. I mean, wh- wh- hold on. Where did you? Where are you from? I am from Dallas, Texas, and the church okay. that I grew up in is called Oak Grove Missionary Baptist Church. Baptist Church. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm a missionary Baptist. I'm from Dallas. Oh, you're from Dallas? I'm from <gasps> Dallas. Yeah. I went to Munger, <gasps> and I went to New Hope Baptist Church what? in Sunny South. Yeah. Okay. Take forty five. right there. Okay. My first introduction to a scam church was going with my cousins to the Potter's house. And I remember being a kid. Whoa, Whoa, this is the end of the podcast. You can't be out here. Ah! What you not going to do? What you not going to (laughs) do? Listen, I love TJ's. It's no shade. I was just very... uh, alarmed as a child when people came around for the... uh, I got to stop my video. No! <laughs> when people came around for the offerings, yes, you know, you got the love offering on Pastor's anniversary. You got, yes. there's like tithing, and then you also yes. have the another offering, now. right? But mm-hmm. when the credit card swiper came around, I was like, oh, wait a minute. And the, yeah, it's technology. You don't got cash to give to Jesus. You got to give Jesus crypto. Hey. I get hey. it. But the people in Dallas can hear crypto. this, Lacey. People in Dallas can hear this. <laughs> My mama so we don't love kill you. Me. We love you, TDJs. <laughs> we do love we like, TDJs. Yeah, we love you. Uh, Jordan Carlos loves you, TDJs. <laughs> didn't talk no mess about you. <laughs> I love that you own that house on White Rock Lake, bro. <laughs> I am, I am woman thou art loose right now. Wow. Uh, giving wow. No. You're going to talk about the Potter's house with the rumble seats and everything like that. They got the stadium <laughs> seats. They do. Listen, I love the Potter's House. And, and you want to talk about good Jesus bops? The the Jesus mm-hmm. the Jesus bops be slapping the, the you know what I mean? Like the, wait, it starts with a B. Not benediction, but um, 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Not the benediction. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Where yeah. we sing. Yeah, yes. absolutely. The the uh, um, ooh. Ooh. What was it? What is it? It'll come oh, to us. Or no, we'll wake up at three in the us. morning screaming. Or yeah. Judith is probably Googling right now to figure out what we're talking yeah. about. But there's Go to like... the program. First of all, you need to go open the program and see the announcements. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's always, this is what I love about Texas Black churches. Unbelievable. The Black queen who gives <laughs> the announcements. Yes, yes. She always has to over-enunciate. So it's like, giving all thanks to God, pastor. Like, it's very, it, it's just The pastor so is not paying attention, by the way. He's like not paying, he's never paying attention. And they're trying to get the attention of the pastor, like half giving it to the, like, right? first giving on to God. and First giving on to pastor. God as yes. the, as the, what of my life? The lead of my life. The, ooh, the child, light of my life. The, the light, light of, of my life. I got to yes. go back to church. My rock oh, and my man. redeemer. Yes. Amen. That we, yeah. I'm glad that we're bringing this up, too, because I had Jaquise Neal on another episode in the past. And we got dragged because they. I thought that the preacher's anniversary was them celebrating their wedding anniversary. And I was always like, why we got to pay for them to have a honeymoon? Why are we, why are we bringing them chocolate-covered strawberries for them to, like, get it on in his name? What's Excuse going me. on? And it's the anniversary of the pastor at the church. And I don't know how yeah. I grew up in the church for that long and never understood that pastor's anniversary was his anniversary for being at the church and not right. his anniversary with his wife. His wife. Right, right, right. I mean, you, <laughs> things have changed, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... I think a lot of pastors have learned. They've learned uh, about payroll and good books and like making yeah. sure the church's money is not, they, they launder it so that it's- I want <laughs> pastors to be rich. I think that it is important for people to know you can love God and make coins and, and make coins helping people and being <laughs> benevolent and, and being a community organizer. And I've had some excellent yeah. pastors. Shout out to Reverend Joshua, Shiloh Missionary Baptist. He wrote my college recommendations and it was wow. a big church. And he yeah. still took the time to write my college recommendations. Like, that's why yeah. I'm very like with churches, churches are very ripe for scams very easy to be scams but also there are people who are like good intentioned and are doing the right thing because people so, sometimes show up especially to mega churches when it's like praise and worship but people show up people show up so to mega churches especially i go in a time on high holiday now as an adult i go okay. on high holiday you're a cme christian yes i am now because yeah. it's like easter sunday Christmas, like it's Mother's certain Day. times, Mother's Day, yup. Like yep. certain times where I gotta have my black ass in the church because that's just how I was raised. And I don't wear that's pants to church. I've only worn pants to church one time in my life, and it was because I had to go somewhere after where I had to wear pants. And I remember one of my relatives being like, Your grandma would be rolling in her grave because I had pants on. I have church skirts and church dresses to this day. Like, wow. Yeah. Black church is one of the last bastions left where people actually dress up for church. Oh, yes. Uh, white you church. you dress up for the club, why are you not dressing up for Christ? If you, you busting it down on Saturday night, you got to also bust it in his name on Sunday. <laughs> bust it in his name on Sunday? Yeah. That's trademarked. You got to put that on a magnet. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean. Bust it in his name. 
on Yo. Sunday. But I gotta we gotta get into the Titan Fraud. Get into this get into the splitter. Give me the name again. I already forgot it. Never gonna Okay, so never never says. Hello, hello. Oh, giving us a church greeting. Hello, hello. Yes, never. Hello, hello. So to kind of explain without over explaining, I appreciate that because I done told y'all these letters sometimes are too long for me to read on the main podcast. I need y'all to tap tap it down. Like get, give me the the points. Like it's giving novel, and what we need is tweet. <laughs> you know, two hundred forty characters. Stop. You know. Yeah. Um. So. Not to overexplain, I'm getting scammed by corporate America. Of course you are, because that's what always what? happens to all of us. What? My vehicle is a 2010 Mercury, which is made by Ford and uses the same parts. There was a recall issued on the steering system briefly, and basically it explained that the steering wheel power on my car will suddenly turn off while driving, making it extremely hard to turn the wheel. After finally finding a dealer that would accept my vehicle in an attempt to do the recall and repair the, that Ford promised to pay for, I'm left w- waiting for the critical parts and carless for over two months now. The dealer keeps telling me that the repair cost is 100% covered, but there is not available parts to perform the repair. I roll. That's what they wrote. What good does that do me? I know. And I'll pause here just for one second because I want to say I had a Ford Focus. And the one that I had was a lemon, basically. And look, Ford, I'm not shading y'all. If y'all sponsor this podcast, I love Ford. But (laughs) when I had a Ford, I got recall notices all the time. And you better than me because... I would get a recall notice in the mail and I would open it up and it'd be like, hey, the doors might fly off your car. (laughs) (laughs) Real quick. Just want to let you know. And I'm not even playing. It literally said, like, the door might fly off. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get that checked on. Like, I'm just wow. put my seatbelt on and hope for the best. (laughs) Please tell me that you have a cover on your phone. I do. I have phone cases all over my phone. I have all the phone cases. I got the case. I got the screen protector. I drop my phone constantly. But Um, you ain't, but (laughs) the Ford, you're not worried about that? You're just going to keep rolling? Just like, keep it moving. Why would I keep going? You better than me, sis. I'm glad you did this. So uh, they said, I dropped off the vehicle in January and it's now early April and I've been calling to receive updates. On the last call I had with the service manager, I asked him to give advice on what he would do if he was in this situation. And his words verbatim were, in quotes, I would curl up into a ball and cry. What? Interesting. Helpful. It's not service. (laughs) And that's literally what they said. This is not helpful at all. Uh, So beware if you ever have a recall specifically for a Ford recall, make sure that there is available parts for your vehicle repairs or you might be in the same boat as me without a car or feeling very stressed out. Right now, because of COVID, factories and all factories, so clothing, like everything has been slowed down because of COVID. So right now they're trying to buy everybody car up and be like, hey, give us your car back because the girls want it and we don't got that piece, you know? Um, And I was tempted to do that because I keep getting reached out to by my dealership and they're like, give us your car back, upgrade, get another car. And I'm like, I would do it, but it seems like y'all don't have cars. It seems like if I give you this back, (laughs) yeah, you're going to give me money, but then I'm not going to have a vehicle to, to... to vehicle the trade-in market isn't isn't there 
Right. I'm not going to be able to go to point A to point B because I'm going to give you my car and I'm not going to be able to go. Could it, could it be better for this person to just sell the car for parts? They get that cash and try to get a new Ooh, car? Ooh, that might be the move. Cause you sell it for parts. Yeah. I'm just saying parts, you sell it for parts. Absolutely. Get, get those parts, those essential parts, the chassis, this, that, the third. And then like you sell that, then you should have enough for a down payment on another car. That might be the move, y'all, because don't sell your car back if the girls aren't trying to give you another car. Exactly. So, in addition, they say, when I first dropped off of my vehicle to get repaired, I rented a car for two weeks because I thought that that would be a sufficient time frame to allow for the work to be done, which it should have been. Two weeks, fix my steering wheel. Also, Ford, y'all, come on now, Ford. Like, we try to buy American... But it's very ghetto, and it's like, look, I love Detroit. I I want the auto business to boom, but I need y'all to do better because I got so many recall notifications on my American-made car. Oh, for real? It's like, oh, the door's going to fly off. Oh, hey, sis, the brake might stop working. Do you need brakes? (laughs) Like, would you like to stop when you go? Is that something that you want? Because we didn't think when you had bought it that you needed to stop. We just thought you wanted to go. And I'm like, no, I think think we all want to be able to stop. I I just think that's an essential part of the car. just accelerate forever? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get to my destination and fly past it because I can't stop. I'm not trying to take and roll out the car to get to the destination. All you got to do to pull up is just get that emergency brake going. You get the emergency brake. You fishtail it like Fast and the Furious 10. I don't want to have to crash every time I need to park. You got to do it. You got to do it like Vin Diesel. You got to. I don't want to do Tokyo Drift. No, you got to Tokyo Drift. It's great. It's great. No, it's cool. Just run into the wall. (laughs) Tell tell your homie who you driving like, unlock that door, girl, because we almost there. And we're going to have to hop out. <laughs> just do a nice roll. ninja roll. Just talk and roll. You're that. good. I don't like yeah. that for me, Ford. I don't like that for me. I, so, I think this is great advice to give this person. <laughs> <laughs> they said, when I fell victim to the scummy practices of a rental company. Oh. So she got the two-week rental thinking that was My all God. it was going to take. Now she's falling into another scam at Hertz. She says, I paid for a $470 rental through Priceline online prior to receiving my car. And then once I picked it up and signed for the car, I was also charged an additional $560 plus a $200 deposit. That's another $760. Like, sis, you did it on Priceline. How am I renting a car and you're like, hey, girl, so good that you're here. Uh, We going to need another G. (laughs) What? (laughs) We gonna need to hold that. Was she paying with a debit card? She's not saying, so maybe she was paying. Maybe. I explained to the counter agent that I was using my own auto insurance, but somehow was tricked into signing up for their coverage as well. I was under the no. impression that my signature for, was for me waiving my right of coverage if I did damage to their car. I also thought this $760 charge was the deposit and would fall off of my credit statement. But only the $200 fell off. I am disputing the charge with my credit card and looking into legal action to prevent prevent this from going into my credit report. Another scam in itself because credit came up in the 80s. Like, a bunch of old white dudes were like, let's make credit. You know? <laughs> how can we let's discriminate? How can we, pun- how can we make the poor people pay more for being poor? <laughs> credit. 
It's like, oh, we know you poor, so you would have to go charge you more because when you poor, we worried that you're not gonna pay us. So you actually have to pay more than the rich people because you're poor. Why? Why? Well, I mean, I think it's like you don't want to punish people's success. You know, like when you know, like rich people have money, so it's good that they shouldn't be taxed. Poor people need to get their <laughs> stuff together. <laughs> like, rich people have money to no fault of their own. Not like they had parents who had money. Not like they had opportunities to get money more than other people. No, Not just random, random. And this. I mean, what I'm hearing, I'm just like, like, don't hate, don't, don't put hate on your plate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just let Not these to rich be in a billionaire stand, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here being a billionaire stand because I'm trying to get them to be my friends. Uh, Jordan got posted to Elon yeah. Musk up at his house. Oh my God. I'm just trying to get invited to Bestie. the lake house. Just Elon, if you can hear me, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, Potter's house, we love you. Elon, you were in Texas too. Come up for church or TD Jakes. What's up, bro? Then we go to the lake house. Then we go want, to the lake house. Rich people, rich people got a lake house. I just want to go to the lake house. That's all I want. Right. That's all I want. Are you, you know even I mean? rich if you don't have a house near water? Are uh, you? You, you uh, gotta have a house on the water, near the water. Yeah. In the water, you're doing it wrong. If you're not. <laughs> I want a house in the middle of the Pacific. Oh, like yeah, we're doing construction out there. No, it's in the ocean. <laughs> you know, it's Jay and Bay got that. Keep you walking into Bay. the beach, right? I'm like, no, y'all keep bring y'all's tools. Keep walking into the ocean. Y'all building it in the ocean. For real. It's cool. I need this. I feel so, so bad for this person. This person. I do too. But I do want to say this person is saying rental car insurance is a scam. And I used to think that because you can put your, if you have car insurance, a lot of covered like plans will let you put your rental car on them so you don't have to pay that extra money. If you are a good driver, go up. Do that. I'm a bad driver. I did it once where my mama, my mom calling you out. I was on the phone with my mama and she was like, we have good insurance. Like, just put it on the insurance. And she forgot that I'm a terrible driver. I got into a fucking car accident and totaled a rental car and had to oh, no. pay out. And it was like I ran up on a curb and, like, hit some city property on my way to shoot single parents. And I was like, well, I still got to get to work, so I'm going to call an Uber and be out. Like, y'all deal with the car. Take it away. I don't know. Like, oh, no. and I had, and then that went on my insurance and I had to pay for it. And then my insurance was like, girl, we actually don't fuck with you anymore. <laughs> like, oh, God. You a bad driver. Like, girl, we already had your car in the shop because of the transmission just stopped on the Ford that I had. It was like, we good. We actually don't want to move no more. So I already had a car in the shop and then I wrecked a rental car and they were like, all right. Uh... <laughs> yeah, here on Demolition Derby. First of all, they made you self-report on single parents. That is a hate crime. I don't like that at all. Okay. <laughs> they need to get the get the Teamsters down here. I'm going to talk to the Teamsters right now. Hold up. TD Jakes, Elon Musk, pick what's up? up? We need to talk to Jimmy Hoff at the Teamsters. We need to yeah, pick up. You know what I'm saying? Those teams just love to come early, way before your call time. They're like, we're coming at five. Like, right. yo. <laughs> I should not be on the road. It's just, it's not fair to everyone, including me. It's all a scam. You know, I mean, I feel like this person, ugh, they, they just seem like really, I bet they have kind eyes and work with children. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? but also it's, it's, like, yeah. 
we all have this kind of social contract when it comes to businesses where when you go in, we all sign the contract without reading every line item. We all get the update on Apple. Apple be like, we got new terms. And honestly, the new terms could be like, also, we can have your kidney. (laughs) Like, if you're on life support and we decide to pull the plug at Apple... We gonna get your organs, and I and I've signed it. Like I can't read all of that. No one reads it all. So we Absolutely. all have a social contract of not reading the contract because we trust that it's not gonna be no wild shit in it. And so this person is saying, like, read those rental car tra- contracts, and like, I'm with you. I'm with you, Miss. But how can you do you. that when you're at the counter? That's really hard to do. But it is important. That's what's the thing about scams? Is that a lot of times we get scammed because of our desperation level. We call it the despo meter. Like if you need a car, you don't have a car. If you need something, it's like, I'm leaving with something. I gotta, I gotta do yeah. this. And so then you sign your life away. Oh Lord. I mean, you know, that's true. That's true. Or if you're broke, you might click on a link that's like, oh, you're gonna make a thousand dollars turn into ten thousand dollars. And you're like, I could really use ten thousand. I'm gonna click on this link, and then they just well, stole your whole identity. I feel like, listen, I think that OnlyFans is always available for people with nice feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yes. can do you can do a lot of things without having to show. What's your toes looking videos? like? Because you might have what to become shows? a toe professional. And you if get you, the foot deal out here. If you've listened to this podcast, you know I used to bartend foot fetish parties. And oh, no. Oh, yeah, what? In New York at Karma Lounge on First Ave. Yeah. Oh. And I, you know what? I don't even mind feet, but that's too much feet. It was a lot of feet, but the foot community was very nice. They tipped very well, and I love them. Shout out to the foot, the foot girls and thems and theys and, and men. The foot community was very kind to me, so I'm not mad. I never busted my toes out. <laughs> but honestly, it's just because... My feet in person, like, not that good. I always tell y'all, please boost my wiki feet. Keep me at 4.5 stars sure. <laughs> because it's a lie. It's a scam. My feet look like I've been dancing in bricks and playing in glass and, you know, kicking walls. You know, they don't, they're not, they're utility feet. Of course. I get a, All I get a utility manicure. Feet. What are, what are, what are feet, <laughs> like, feet keep you up? Some people got feet that are sexy feet. They look good. I actually have not. I actually have nice feet. Like I, I have feel nice like feet. I was about to say, I yeah. feel like you have nice feet. I have nice feet. <laughs> I have nice feet. They're nice. They're veiny, but not too veiny. Ooh, it's good. I like a little veininess. That means you're healthy and then strong. Oh man, Absolutely. I look at what you put your feet a... on the Zoom. I might be a feet person no, myself. Don't look tall on the Zoom foot. for me. <laughs> too exploitative. Hate to see a doe foot. A doe foot is the worst. Like, you know, a dope foot that? just like it's like somebody's just foot is just like dough. It just looks like pounded pizza dough with I just kinda like out. a dough foot. I like when you a foot that? looks soft. I like all the feet. I might be a foot person. Maybe that's why what? I enjoyed Barton. I think the foot you nights, might be a foot person. Like, this is good for me. I'm having a good time. I get to see some great feet and yeah. Make money. Why not? But, but I think the scam is that sometimes people can be apologists, right? So yeah. it's like if we want to buy American, if we want to go for it, I'm I'm with that too. I'm with that too. You know what I'm saying? I try Absolutely. I try to do that as, as much as possible. But but you can't be an apologist to the point of a fault where it's like you you're now you're like a sucker, right? So it, I feel like you have to use that agency. Like get out of the scam. Get out. 
you know, my friend just got hacked on Instagram and and I, right. And so like that person, all they wanted to do right away with a lot of broken English was to scam all the people's friends Mm -hmm. and like, and they were sending me these weird messages and mm-hmm. trying like, to get what? you to click on the link, trying to be mm-hmm. like, oh, this is me, your friend. Hello, yeah. this is me, you friend. And I yes. need you, friend, to click on <laughs> Lanka. It's supposed to be link, but it's spelled like Lanka. Like, yeah, there it's it's wild. And like, so yeah. this person said that I felt pressured to sign something I thought I understood, but clearly did not understand, which we've all been in that position. And even more scummy was the verbal agreement from the counter agent. It was completely different than what was written and what I actually signed. And then in a little quote, she has face palm. I know, I know. No, listen, if you write into this podcast, I will not judge you. There is no judgment. I've been scammed. I've run scams. We not judging over here. I understand you You needed a rental car and, and times was hard. And right. I get it. And also, like, your car was in the shop to no faults of your own. The, the girls hit you up and said, do you need to stop? Do you need to turn your wheel? Like, is wheel turning important to you in your vehicle? Do you find that to be fundamental to you driving? You know, I I feel like I I will say that this person has like heavy Aquarius energy and doesn't like conflict. Heavy Aquarius energy doesn't like conflict. It's giving Aquarius. Yo, tell us what side you are when you hear this. And then at the end, it says, please, all young, experienced people, ask 101 questions about a contract that you're signing, even if you think you understand. Make sure. I know everyone doesn't have a trusted, experienced person to help them out. So just make sure you can educate yourself as much as possible. And then they said, please don't make fun of me too much. It's been a stressful 2022 for me so far. But oh. I thought my story might be like bring awareness to some other young person. We're not going to drag you, sis. We're not going to make fun of you. No. I absolutely have been there. No. I signed the rental car agreement and it went down bad. <laughs> Guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. And we'll be back with my favorite part of the show, Historic Hoodwings. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Cut! And we are back. And talking about American hustle, scamerican hustle, let's get into historic hoodwinks. I'm going to regale Jordan with a famous con or caper group of criminals. We're going to get his opinions all throughout. And let's see what the vibes are. So we're throwing it back. We're throwing it back. I want to note that the story is heavily sourced from Ted Sherman's NJ.com article, Jersey Hustle, the real life story of Ab Scam. Okay, so y'all get into that. Going on over there, see what Ted was talking about after this, because it's good. 
What started as a routine operation to catch art thieves turned into a massive FBI operation that employed a con man and shady operators to tackle some of Washington's biggest politicians. Years later, it would become the loose inspiration for the movie American Hustle. So the beginning, Go Ab Scam started in July of 1978. We weren't alive. With a routine operation to catch prominent figures from the New York City undercover world in illicit dealings. So they were like, we are going to, we're doing our hater job and we're going to stop the people from getting their bags because that's what government institutions do. They're haters. Meter yes. maids, the biggest haters in the world. Honestly, <laughs> wow it's true it's i hate true. it because i've been ticketed so many times but i low-key also love it because i'll be seeing them sons of bitches waiting at meters yep. for the shit just to lurking expire. lurking yeah and you've never you never taken quarters i sometimes just do like a quarter like a meter angel and i'll just like put quarters oh, on for fun oh i love you jordan you're a meter angel sure ruin people's but you ruin the meter maids day yes because look they yeah. trying to get them markups especially at the end of the month like whenever mm-hmm. they got to turn in their quotas i see them become more aggressive now sometimes <laughs> i understand because i'm like yeah it's traffic we do need these cars out of the way but yeah. a lot of times they be hating and they always yeah, it's trash. To be like it's straight boo-boo yeah, i yeah. already started writing the ticket that's their favorite line you walk up to your car you run up to your shit out the <laughs> restaurant and they're like i already started i'm like bitch no you didn't no, you didn't. You're still writing down my VIN number right now, you raggedy bitch. Leave. Walk away. Like they're like, I can't, I can't. Once I start writing, I can't stop. I can't stop writing. I can't do it. I don't. One of my I, favorite I scam tips to give y'all, and I haven't said it in a while, and I know our episodes go behind the paywall, but it's like, if you see your car getting towed, get inside of it. Because if you get inside the car, they legally can't tow it. Hop your ass in your car while they're loading it up on the truck and stop them. If you see it get towed, that's all you got to do. Hop in. What they going to do? Sounds, that sounds like California. That does not sound like New York. They will take right. your whole ass. With <laughs> now, no, New York would definitely take your whole ass in the car. They'd be like, uh, no, <laughs> you're just going to be along for the ride. This is we're going to the tow shop in L.A. You hop in that bitch. They're like, OK, legality. Like, oh, my God. We'll unload you. Yeah. You're hop human. into your car, so y'all. Yeah. If you see I, it I, happening. I will say this, um, that scan, that, that racket, that, that kind of like, um, what they were trying to do that operation. I thought that was amazing. And, you know, more amazing was the movie. I mean, like, Hey, Jeremy Renner, you got Christian Bale and Amy Adams. I love that movie. I didn't even know what it was about really at the end of it. I was like, what happened? You know what I mean? But you don't need to. And that's what we love about it. I love, I love leaving a motion picture being like, huh? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, real American hustle did I take place. I had a place, good time, but what? <laughs> like, what happened? Love then it. I guess, Lacey, I scammed you because guess what? I Ooh. was alive in July of 1978. You I was born in February alive? of 1978. That's all right. I got, oh. I do a lot of cardio. I got good knees. And you I got, great. I got a very boy, I got a boyish hair, head of hair. That's, you that's have what it is. a boyish face. I definitely didn't think you were alive in 78. <laughs> that's a lot of get my eight hours a night. Ooh. Try to get my eight hours a night. You be drinking it water, is. water. Yes, I, can tell. I do. It be well, some people come from Mississippi. You know what it is. You know what it is. It, we Wait, don't you crap. from Mississippi too? I have well, yeah, so much family in Mississippi. Jackson and Biloxi. A lot of family. Yeah, we might this be getting really weird. This is getting. We weird. might be cousins, weird. and now yeah. we both cousins. from Dallas. Are we cousins? 
Yeah, I'm glad that uh, okay. Cousins. We might be cousins. We, we uh, really that's might. That's a be. weird thing because what isn't it weird about Mississippi where you have to actually be like, are we cousins? Oh, bro, <laughs> people didn't understand that my the only relationship I've ever had in my life was in college, and I brought him home because I told my family I was in a relationship. I said I told mm-hmm. him I was like, if I tell them I'm in a relationship with you, they gonna want me to bring you home. You're gonna have to come home. So my parents flew him out, and my mom threw a party for August birthdays. My mom's a big Leo. She gonna throw an August birthdays party just so she could have everybody put their eye on them. And it was also because it was like, <laughs> we gotta make sure we're not cousins. Like, come home. Let's do the family tree and make sure we're not cousins. Uh, we're gonna, we gonna figure What's it up, out. Cause? We're gonna How have the ancestry. Cause? We're gonna ancestry because it might be. So... This is the story of Talk them, the FB and the I, yes. hiring all of these people to help them uncover these illicit dealing art people, right? In order to pull off this extensive operation, the FBI hired a bona fide convicted con man. That con man was Mel Weinberg. Oh. Okay, Weinberg. For reference, Mel was depicted by Christian Bale in American Hustle. So now we're looking at That's, Mel. Well, hold Mel on. got a cigar in his mouth. Stand by. He looks Wait. like he does crime. Yo, that is... <laughs> that, if yes. you just constantly have anything in your mouth, a toothpick, a cigar, <laughs> if you have an oral fixation, you are a criminal. I have one. If you need You're something in your mouth... You're admitting to your criminality. I am. If you got something in your mouth all the time, you do crime. That's what this guy... Oh my god! Oh, my oh yeah, god. that is Christian Bale in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's he Christian been, in the movie. He was just drinking olive oil the whole time. God, right. damn! How did he get him. that thick? You Bloated. know, Absolutely. actors love to like get thick or lose a bunch they of weight do. to be like, I really am dedicated to the role. <laughs> Not me. You'll never see me changing my physical appearance for a role. No, thank you. I'm good. No, come on. You you don't be like like uh what's his name De Niro you don't want to be like no, De Niro like I don't want to be like Charlize Theron and Monster shout out to her <laughs> movie's fire but I'm not gaining weight and plucking out my eyelashes from my eyeballs for a role no but she got the Oscar for that she did that's what it takes I don't I would like to do that for for like they didn't even ask me I want that. us both to get the Samuel L Oscar where they're just like you've been in so many movies we owe you one and then they just <laughs> give it to me like you made amazing. motherfucker iconic. Here's your statue. Like that's what I want. I'm not trying to change my appearance and pull out my eyebrows and cut my hair, like Fontaine and Lay Miz. I ain't trying to do that. Do you think Sam could win it? Because I feel like Sam is almost too much of a stage actor. Because he started stage, that it's hard sometimes to translate to the screen exactly what people want on the screen. I don't know. It's all a scam. Because, like, there's just entertainers <laughs> who are entertaining. And we know who the girls are. And Sam is one of the girls. So it's like, if y'all uh, not going to uh, throw him his gold statues, y'all playing. Like, Yeah, absolutely. They gave Will Smith the, uh, the statue. I didn't get woo! to see. Yeah. <laughs> woo! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and now he can't come back for 10 years, child. What? Oh, Lord. Oh, Crazy. Lord. What did they do? What'd they do? Too much. So Mel was such a legendary con man that even one of his victims, a Pittsburgh laundry owner, said, in quotes, oh, he was good. It was worth the money to watch him. He was very smooth. I love that. You got robbed. You said I had a good time. 
And I love that. I want you to have a good time getting robbed. Among the many scams he committed, (laughs) Mel sold cheap Italian glasses to Italian-Americans by sticking Made in Italy stickers on them. They was trying to support their community. Love it. He offered loans to people with bad credit for a $1,000 processing fee and would tell them they weren't approved and refused to give the fee back. Now... Uh, (laughs) That's going to make a lot of enemies. That processing fee is too high. But Mel looked like he got hands. He looked like he in the mob. Yeah. I don't think I would ask for my $1,000 back. I'd just be like, wow, Mel, this hurts. You got big old sausage hands. <laughs> he would fuck you up. Mel, you look like you've definitely killed several people. And I don't want to be on that list. I don't want to be in that number when the saints go oh, marching, marching in. in. I'm not no. trying to march right now to the, to the kingdom and to the king. Nah, Take me nah. to the king, but not right now. Later. Right, right, right. <laughs> so Wait, let me mad. ask you this. So, so this is so that's Christian Bale. But what about the what about uh, the Jeremy Renner character? Who was that? So we're gonna see. <laughs> so the setup <laughs> is an elaborate fake investment company. Okay. He and he earned a million dollars untaxed annually from this investment company. Mel said it was the biggest, sweetest con game ever born and a hell of a moneymaker. I was very democratic. No matter who sent them, I scammed them. Wow. <laughs> I love he that. got a million dollars from being like, I am going to give you a loan and you're going to pay me $1,000. And then the loan never came. And then he took their money. Wow. I've never seen a business like this. Your business is robbery. You literally just robbed people and made a million dollars. That not it. a rocket mortgage? I, I have no uh, <laughs> According to Mel, he operated on the philosophy of hope. Okay, Obama. Okay. Hope and change. Give people's change. He was hoping that people would give them give their change. change. Love it. Love it. <laughs> yes. So when his victims were God, they were still hoping for the real deal. So the victims would get God and they were like, no, he gonna come through. Mel's gonna do this. He's actually gonna give us the money. And he was like, no, I'm not. I, I'm literally running on vibes. Just vibes. Turns out, turns out, just vibes, yeah. <laughs> That's it. The FBI arrested Mel in 1977 when a Pittsburgh real estate agent who was scammed finally went to the F, the B, and the I. And then he got arrested. He managed to get out of it by agreeing to help the FBI in exchange for not serving the three years in prison he had been sentenced to, which is something that is so common in America. If you're a good criminal, if you're an excellent, top-notch, A-plus student criminal, the government will be like, oh, girl, can we? you don't got to go to jail. Can you just teach us? (laughs) Can you just tell us the ways? You're too good. You're too good. You're too good for prison. We actually need to be like, do you want to do a TED Talk for the FBI? <laughs> and I? We would just love your feedback. So that's what he became. And I love wow. that. He was like, I'm wow. too good of a criminal. You want me to ride in jail with all these skills? Like, you no. can't. Yeah, you can't put like LeBron. No, you don't jail. put LeBron in prison. Yeah, you don't do that. You, you have him teach youth basketball. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Tell the girls how to do the layups and the yeah. laydowns. I know basketball. Like, do good. 
Yes. So the agreement also came with a hefty payday, about $150,000, as well as a promise that they weren't going to go after his English mistress, Evelyn Knight, as his accomplice. Ooh, I saw I know you're doing scams. You got a bad bitch with an accent. Let's see Evelyn. Because I need to know, is she a baddie with an accent? About the ride or die. It's about the ride or die. Okay. Oh, yes, Evelyn. You better lay down. You Cute. better lay down in this photo. Evelyn was a baddie. This is before retouching. Yeah. This is before like we had airbrush. <laughs> this is before we had Facetune. So mm-hmm. Evelyn was a certified baddie. <laughs> and she was British. And I feel Ooh. like I trust British people more. Like, if you start talking to me like this, and I'm like, give me your social security number, I would be like, oh, absolutely. Like, you can absolutely have my social security number, you bad bitch. Absolutely, because down deep in our reptilian brains, because we were once ruled by England, mm-hmm. we'll do whatever they say. Right. We like that's our aunties. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh, please give me more money. And that's how you know America's a scam country because we were Brits. And then the Brits was like, let's go colonize. And they came over to America and stole everything and killed everybody and was like, actually, we don't want to pay y'all taxes no more. We yeah. we feel too far away for, to pay taxes. It just feel, it's giving distance. It's this yeah, is a it's long giving distance. distance it's giving yeah, yeah. We're not connected anymore. No, we're not connected. Yeah, we're gonna I'm, throw your tea in the harbor, <laughs> and the girls are not participating in the UK anymore. <laughs> Can I just say that if I'd had this kind of uh, lecture when I was in high school, I really would have passed AP history. My <laughs> colors. If instead of the Boston Tea Party, they were just like, we go throw your tea in the harbor and girls, we will not be giving you coins. Yeah, the drunk black history that you're giving right now is very helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Taxes? No, thank you. Taxes. Yeah. So the FBI employees John Good and Anthony Amoroso posed as representatives of the wealthy sheikh that owned the Abdul Enterprises. That's where Ab from Ab Scam right, comes from. Right, 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 right. A fictitious man named Kambir Abdul Rahman acted as a middleman. They even got a bank to back up claims that they made. Mel would invite targets to meetings, hoping that the broker would be able to create a deal between them and the shake and the seller, and then they would catch them on tape. So they're doing these illegal art dealings, and they're like, okay, we got the candid cameras. We're giving Chris Hansen, for the girls who know, to catch a predator. <laughs> we gonna pop out with the lemonade and cookies and be like, why are you here? Yeah, well, good. Predator. Love yeah. it. Though Mel was barely controlled by his FBI handlers, and a quote, the sting worked. And within a couple months, they recovered two 17th century paintings, one worth a million dollars that had been missing from 1966. What? Yeah. This this shit worked, huh? Mel worked because he was a true criminal. So no one ever thought he was working with the government because he gives crime energy. You saw those photos. He's giving crime. BCE, big crime energy. Right. Big crime energy. Yes. Yeah. They also arrested the criminals they caught on tape during the deal. This was despite the fact that Mel had a penchant for ordering corned beef sandwiches from a Jewish deli to to a meeting that was supposed to be with an Arab prince. So you not meet. <laughs> wow. Mel reminisced. He said in quotes, this is Mel talking, not me. Arabs don't eat kosher food. I couldn't believe what was going on. I said to myself, if we get away with this, we can get away with anything. So Mel was riding high on being 
a scammer for the government. Love that. For he knew him. what was up. He was just playing with his food after a while. Like he was right. just. Now yeah. you making risky choices for no reason. Like you're just like, <laughs> oh, I know I'm eating with the shake. <laughs> right. But I'm also gonna have the sweetie meal from McDonald's. Well, you're saying, but but to to your point, when you're so desperate and you want that that money, you like ignore what's in front of you mm-hmm. to get the money. And you all know? of these shakes were ignoring the clear signs of like, what is going on here? Absolutely. These so politicians when that's the- want what they wanted. Exactly. When that sting went well, they decided to go after sellers of illegal securities. The agent ended up preventing the sale of $600 million worth of fraudulent stock. So now they upgraded. They were like, okay, we're doing art paintings. We're catching those people. Now we're going to upgrade to like, what are the girls doing in the SEC realm? Like, interesting. The success the of the right. Yeah, the yeah. success of the latest thing marked the beginning um, of the ABS scam, and this was their most audacious operation yet. They went after high-level government officials. Yeah, you know, drag them to hell. Drag them, because honestly, <laughs> I think that we talk about diversity and representation, and we're both people of color, mm-hmm. but I think that we have to go deeper. It can't just be oh, we need people who look like us or who identify how we identify gender, queerness, whatever, color. We also need broke people. Like, there needs to be an economy of brokenness in the government. I'm tired of it all being rich people. I think if you get too rich, they got to kick you out of the Senate. They got to oh, kick man. you out. Because the Senate is where all the rich motherfuckers They're are. They're making so much money. They got to kick you out of Congress. You too rich. I think we have to walk around and be like, how much does a banana cost? And if they can't say it real fast, <laughs> how much is milk? And if you can't say it real quick, you got to leave. I love that. But like, yeah, you're right. So you're saying the day that AOC is like fumbles with their words, is time to go? <laughs> right. I, that, yeah. AOC actually is one of the uh, people that I think of when I make this reference because they used to drag her. F- they were like, oh, she was a waitress. She can't even afford to live in D.C. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I know that's right. I love that she's broke. I yeah. wanted to stay broke because she got broke mentality and we need more broke mentality people in office who can be like, this is fucked up for broke people. Like, Broke people should be, they should totally be represented. I feel that. But you know what? I just feel like rich people, um, it's like they need, and I, you know, it's like, because I want to be one someday and I just don't want them to be mad at me. So it's like, you know, wow, I want to... you are really giving the billionaire stand hilarious commentary. Like I'm it's just... almost like you're cosplaying as a billionaire stand right now, giving their opinions. Advocating. I'm just trying. Yeah. I'm advocating. Cause it could be me someday <laughs> that needs like the, what's it, what's it like? Um, if I have like a four or $5 million estate, you know, the estate tax, you know I mean? They're coming and we for me. need to stop. Look y'all. Tell your friends, because I don't think people who listen to this podcast are billionaire stands, but please tell your friends (laughs) they are not going to be billionaires. Wow. Wow. First of all, billionaires, we love you. Billionaires, we love you. Um, I don't (laughs) know. Billionaires, we love you so much. We love Um, that you scam us. We love over and over again. If you're listening to this, it's too late. You're not going to be a billionaire. Eric Newman, we love you. We love you. We work. Don't stand them. Um, now we done, love you we love at WeWork. Elizabeth Holmes, everybody needs a second chance. Um, Elizabeth, so, get back working on the tiny thing. Bernie, get- <laughs> Bernie, I see you up there. 
<laughs> I can't, but like, I'm always like, it's too many rich people in government. The fact that we found out about coronavirus late as hell because they whoa, don't want whoa, the stock whoa. markets to drop. Too many rich people in government. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, se- you're telling me that a small number of rich people have an advantage as far as like government is concerned, resources, <laughs> opportunity. That's crazy. Everybody's allowed to vote. You know, everybody's allowed to vote, I think. You know, and uh, it it just it feels to me, Lacey, that you're like siding with these people that this aren't cosplay of a billionaire yeah, that aren't living up to the American Jordan. dream. And you know what? And I feel, not aren't living up to the American <laughs> dream. And me and TD Jakes hate fault. what you're saying. Hate me and TD and Elon. That reminds and- me of the LuLaRoe scam when LuLaRoe was selling all them leggings and having women selling leggings. Oh, that's awesome. They would talk to the women when they complained about the leggings being moldy because they were left outside or they're ugly and yeah. we can't sell them. They'd be like, it's your fault. You're not selling them good. It's, you could be a billionaire if you tried harder. Like putting the that blame on people who were born with less resources is Everything is a scam like that that hilarious. puts it back on the individual. Like for yep. instance, I mean, my favorite when I was a kid, I used to have anxiety because it was like I watched those Smokey Bear commercials and I was the only one in the room. And he would be like, only you Could can prevent, prevent forest fires. And I was like, oh, did what? you prevent them? Because there's been hella forest fires and you live in yeah. New York and I feel like you really should be out here putting the fires out. I don't it's understand. Up to it's true. It's true. I got to be a smoke jumper. I got to I got to be there in the fires on the fire line and I can't be. This is up to me. You know what I'm saying? Why are you not putting out the forest fires? It's I, your I, fault. I don't know. I mean. We all love to be lied to. We all love to be sold like on a fantasy. That's what's yeah. up. I love a good fantasy. You know Accountability. What I'm that word is such a scam because it is weaponized yeah. to be like, oh, your accountability. Like, if you want to make money, like, why weren't you born to a family that already had the resources for you to get educated? Why weren't you born in a place wow. where they had good schools? Why? Wh- this is your fault. And it's like, none of us asked to be born. Being whoa, born whoa, is whoa, a whoa. You, You're saying birth is an accident? Is that what you're saying? You're saying it's not a willful <laughs> choice? Listen, I scammed my mama. She was 21. And I popped up in her belly and was like, it's my time. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You got to do you. I'm here to I- take your resources. Thank you so much, sis. I Love do it. feel I'm always like I'm thinking I'm plotting and thought out here. I'm like, what can I do to I love I love my job. I love what I do. It's amazing. Yep. But um, I'm like, what can I what product or ser- service service so I don't pollute the earth? What can I give that doesn't that makes me billions, you know, and <laughs> sells people on the feeling and or emotion? I'm thinking about it all the time. I don't know what it is. I'm, you know I'm, what it I'm, is yet, but I don't know what it is yet. But I, I'm like, I don't, I'm not this. I think that I was put on this earth to figure it out because I was like, I'm this young looking, this long. Yep. I need to figure something you out. You need to be robbing people, absolutely. <laughs> and this is a long episode, guys. But we're we're winding I'm sorry. to the I'm end. Sorry. No, no, don't apologize. You good? Uh, during one deal with a black market dealer, they learn offhandedly that Atlantic City casinos were involved in some shady dealings. So. They've upgraded, right? They were like, we started at art fraud. Now we into securities fraud, the stock market, things like that. Now they're like, Atlantic City, we go dip a toe as well. We're going after the government girls. We're going to get the government girls. And I love it. Allegedly, someone could get government support to build casinos by bribing corrupt politicians, which opened a can of worms. What else could they be bribed to do? Now, why y'all acting like they can't be bribed for everything? 
Like, the girls go up the steps, you know, to Congress, like, woo, I'm a public servant. And then there's somebody waiting on the steps, a lobbyist, like, hey, we do guns. I'm I'm from the NRA, and we do guns. And can you keep voting for us to be able to sell wild-ass guns to people for murders? I know, I know it sounds bad, but we're going to give you hundreds of thousands of dollars if you just keep voting for us to have guns for murders. Ignore the murder part. <laughs> I mean, that's acceptable losses. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, I feel like there is, yeah, there's always somebody with a price tag. Absolutely. You're right. We can all be bought. We can all be bought. Ooh, that's Most a good question. Have, have you asked on the show what your number is oh, no! to commit a crime? A crime that doesn't hurt, that does okay. not physically hurt somebody. Oh. Jordan, you go first. What's your number? Um, I'm probably going to need, I'm pretty cheap. I'm probably going <laughs> to need it. I'm pretty cheap. I'm, I'm pretty cheap. Um, I'm I, easily bought. I'm easily bought. I mean, Jordan's talking about coupons. He's like, how many coupons y'all got? Promo code on my, on, on my <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. I'm buying me. Like, there was the lieutenant governor of New York just got arrested for bribery. He was, he was, he bribed, like, it was like $50,000. So I'm like, I mean, he's just, he's a politician. That's so I'm too like, low. It's way too low. I'm not ruining my low. career for 50K. That's not lifetime money. But that's okay. I mean, like, when you're an actor, comedian, it's okay. Like, I could do a crime and still come back. That's all right. That's, right. we're talking about, that's, that's like, that's why I'm not in politics. Like, you could do plenty of stuff and still come back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if it's like a hacking job, or let's say I'm like, you know, it's a B&E. You've it's thought a, about it's, this. It's a B&E. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it's some light B&E. Um, You've thought about this. I'm going to need, need the whole 75 up, up front. You know? 75K? Yeah, that's bail money. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, no. If I'm criming, if Cash. I'm if I'm selling my soul, like, I'm at least need $32 million. <laughs> $32 You are wild, and that's why they'll come for you. <laughs> ah, I want 32 they mil. Will come for you. I they can will do some shit with 32 mil. That's what I need for, for me are, to be fully compromised and sell out the country. I want 32 mil. I mean, I believe in you. I just feel like ah, you're like my price is too high. No, I know, no. Look, you believe you you know your own worth. So to know your own worth <laughs> is really important. Wow, that was such a black way to say it. it's too high. <laughs> you're like, you know your own worth. If you like it, I love it. Wow. No, First up I, in their new list of targets. Absolutely. First up in their new list of targets was Angelo Eric Ketty, a sinner and a mayor of Camden, New Jersey. Mm. So that's the first person they're going after in New Jersey. Right. So Mr. Angelo promised to grant gambling licenses to Abdul Enterprises for an intermediate payment of $25,000 and a total payment of $400,000. So he was like, yeah, y'all can have gambling rights. Y'all just <laughs> slide me my coins. Almost half a mil. He even went above and beyond to offer to connect them with Congress people who could help the Sheikh's other business interests for compensation, of course. So he's like, I can even link y'all with the homies. If y'all want to pay a little more, we can do a networking event for crime. You know, we can have some crudite for crime. You know, we can have those small circular tables that are very high up with no chairs, but for robbery. I, I'm with that. 
I love that. The list of contacts he offered became the key in catching bigger fish. So now that it took the contacts that he had and we're like, hmm, y'all are also corrupt. We're going to dip a toe in y'all as well. Meetings with the congressmen were arranged in airports, rented homes, and an Atlantic City hotel room. And also offices. So they were meeting up everywhere. They're like, meet us at the corner of Sunset and Vine. Also meet us at the Roosevelt Hotel. Are y'all at the Waldorf? Meet us there as well. Like, meet us at this Chuck E. Cheese in Midtown. It's going to be right. great. Yeah. We're meeting up at FedEx Kinko's for fraud. Pull up. We'll be there. Buy the copier machine. Let's do it. Love this. With these meetings came swag including charter jets, limos, and even yachts seized by U.S. Customs to hold parties on, decked out with full surveillance gear. So our government coins, your tax dollars, have been going to yachts so that they could catch criminals. I mean, listen, we got to catch these people. These are This is white-collar crime, and you want... Do we the, have to catch these people? The federal B.I. should have some fun while they catch catch criminals, too. You know what I'm saying? if the FB and the I need to be on the yacht. <laughs> I don't know if they need to have a hot girl summer for fraud. Like, I love that the F, the B, and the I was like, so in this investigation, we're going to need a yacht. We're going to need uh, 52 bottles of Dom Perignon. We definitely going to need some sushi from Nobu. All day. But if it's for a, crime. It's for the government. If I was government. a special agent, I'd be real special. That'd be me. I'd be like... I would too. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. I need flash money. Um, we're going to need that new Maybach. Because They'd I have be like, to impress. Right, I have to impress. I'm playing a role. They'd be like, Lacey, you are our most expensive FB and the I agent. Why do you always need hundreds of thousands of dollars to catch criminals? I'm like, that's what it takes. Exactly. You want to put a dollar amount on, on results? I need to get my eyelashes done. Mm-hmm. I need a hydrofacial. And I need a new weave install to catch the criminals. I also need all these things. I need my tracks, get, get my tracks right. You know so, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Mel is our OG criminal, right? He's the one who was criming, criming, and then <laughs> got employed by the government to continue criming. And I love him. Mel remembers that when they got the boat, Tony, Agent Amoroso, loved that boat. When it came time to name it, he said, I'm left-handed. Let's call it left hand. I told him, Tony, left hand means the mafia. He put it on anyway, on the boat. He was like, yeah, that's what we give him, mafioso. Oh. The meeting went like this. One of the targets would arrive at the location to meet Mayor Eric Chetty, Alonzo, along with Mel and other FBI agents posing as reps of the shake. The meeting was secretly taped, and often the premise was that the sheikh needed a citizenship sponsor in case he needed to enter the country. So they're, like, leading these criminals. They're like, we got the sheikh, he got money, he got that oil, long money, you know, that liquid gold, and he also might need some citizenship or whatever. Often, the target left with a bag of $50,000 in cash and their promises that they'd help pass special legislation of some kind or another. So they also gave them the cash. Wow, this is this is wild. Senator Harrison A. Williams was the shining prize of the operation. He was a member of Congress who had served for more than 20 years in the U.S. Senate as a liberal Democrat and World War II veteran. When, uh, you, get, when you go to wars... You hate to see it. Politics, like, if you go to some wars, I they're please. like, oh, you're that girl. We will vote for you. You went to the wars... <laughs> How was the wars? What was the wars like? You should be in office. 
Yeah, John McCain. That's that's what he did. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that because shout out to the veterans. Like, if you go to wars, honestly, you should be able to scam for the rest of your life because war is a scam. (laughs) So if you go to the wars, rob everybody. You deserve. Yeah. What if you grow up in a rough neighborhood? Anything? Anything for that? I don't know. (laughs) Also that. But like wars, yes. So it was discovered that this senator had a secret hand in a titanium mining company in Piney River, Virginia. Undercover agents spread rumors that one of the sheikhs was interested in lending $100 million in exchange for Williams using his influence to obtain government contracts for this mine. So now the FBI is setting a trap. They're like, let's spread some rumors and some gossip that, like, this sheikh, this fake sheikh who is not actually going to give anybody any coins. Like, uh, part of me doesn't fuck with this because y'all are setting up illegal situations and being like, what would you do? <laughs> like, uh, Kenyonis, that, that show on ABC where they're like, what would you do? Like, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's too, yeah. How are y'all doing hypotheticals for crime? How am I getting caught in a hypothetical crime? I don't I, like that. I kind of love that. It's like, would you <laughs> just leave I your have money to out? give me a good lawyer. I need a, a habeas corpus lawyer because I love that. this is entrapment. I love that. No, in my it's opinion. Like, it's like leaving out a Chick-fil-A sandwich on a fucking on a bench or something like that. You know, oh, I might yeah, do, I with might like do a it. box with a little stick underneath it and I'm gonna oh, go under there. Oh Lord. <laughs> I'm gonna go under there. I mean, yes. As a good Christian gay, I, I was like, well, the gays is working in Chick-fil-A. I guess I'm still <laughs> eat these sandwiches because I'm supporting the community. Like, they working out here. If I don't come, then they not going to have a job. The demand going to be lower. So that's how I convinced myself to keep eating that Chick-fil-A. Absolutely. But isn't that, isn't, that's entrapment, though. What they're doing is borderline it's entrapment. It's entrapment. And yeah, yeah. obviously, like this is happening in the 70s. So maybe, like, entrapment was a little more of a vibe and you could just do it. But I'm like, don't catch me in hypothetical crime. Catch me in real crime. Exactly. I, I don't know. That a part. meeting was set up to solidify the deal, complete with an agent from Ohio um, disguised as the shake in an Arab headdress and suit. So now we got costumes involved. This is a good scam. They okay. putting on all of the drag. Love it. They also met a second time during which Williams offered the Sheikh permanent residency as well. So Williams really was like, oh, we're doing crime, crime? Like, yeah, I'll offer you things. When the Sheikh offered money in exchange, Williams rejected it and instead wanted his investment in the titanium deal. Okay, Williams, you smart. At this point, the New Jersey U.S. attorney, Robert Del Tufo, had issues with how the operation was heading. Of course, because it's entrapment. I would have had issues too. It was like, yo, this is crime. <laughs> Y'all are doing crime to catch criminals. This is to catch criminals. Yeah, yeah. He said, we weren't getting information and there was a lot of things way out of line with the Justice Department guidelines. Yes, because y'all are breaking the law. And I, that's why I hate propaganda and why this show is not like pro propaganda is because we've all been conditioned and lied to to think that police and people in the police state can break the law to catch criminals. We've all watched those movies where they're like turning your badge and your gun and the person still goes after the criminal when... Yeah, because they have to. Because... They're tired black 
sergeant or chief was like, you need to stop. You're in yeah. too deep. And they were like, I can't stop. And we've watched these movies. We're like, I can't stop. And then they do a bunch of illegal shit to catch a criminal. And we're like, that's fine because they're in the pursuit of justice. But it's like, I very much believe in cops and robbers. And what I mean by that is like, if you are a smart cop, maybe you catch the robber. If you're not, you don't. And that's the equity of the world. They get away. Like, we can't be breaking the law to catch the robbers. I'm sorry. Lacey, you're saying that, like, just if you have to, if you go over the line, that's a bad thing. You, that's what you're saying to me? You're yes. saying that there's certain rights in the Constitution? That's that the restricted inalable. rights of being in the police state. If y'all are saying y'all follow laws and y'all enforce okay. laws, then okay. you have to follow laws catching people breaking them. You can't break the laws to catch somebody. Yeah, but what if you are the law? You know, like, I, that's but like that's judge- the thing. Yes. No one is the law. The law is literally something that was made up by a bunch of old white dudes and okay. it changes all the time. And right. so if you assume that you are the law, which is our issue with the police, mm-hmm. and you're not following the law, you're mm-hmm. not upholding the law. So I feel like what you're what you're saying I'm like, makes sense. Cops and robbers, if the robbers get away, don't you can't break the law to catch them. They just got away. They were better than you. You gotta just let that go. You're saying that. Remember Ronald McDonald? There was like that one robber guy. <laughs> Where's this guy? Hamburglar. <laughs> the Hamburglar. You would kill. Who was a very impractical thief, by the way. You would. You would kill the Hamburglar, too. Yes. Wow. Way to put words in my mouth. No. <laughs> I'm saying that if the Hamburglar burgled huh? the hamburgers. Yes, which he did. And they can't catch him legally. Then let my guy eat. Whoa. Let Whoa. him. Whoa. Come on, look, look, Lacey, chaos. That's cops and robbers. Chaos. Let him eat. Chaos. Okay, y'all didn't catch him. Y'all weren't fast enough. I don't know how you didn't catch the motherfucker because he's in a white and black striped outfit. Beretta like, Scott King did not march. So the wow. hamburglar. <laughs> Coretta don't got nothing to do with the hamburglar. Whoa, whoa, wow, wow. That's wow. above her. Wow, wow. She is, she is a citizen of the world. She is everybody. She is me. She is me. She's Amber. She represents everybody and has everybody's back. But, the FBI you know, memos that were normally <laughs> filed in cases were non-existent. So yes. So the mayor was like, remember, y'all doing too much. And then yeah. the memos that the FDB and the I were supposed to be taking, they were not uploading or downloading the memos. They they were just doing crime to catch criminals. Additionally, Mel was getting a bounty for each case that he made, which wasn't supposed to be a part of the deal. So Mel done worked it out. So he's like, okay, y'all want to go get so-and-so Williams? It's going to be a hundred thousand ahead for everybody that we get and i want my coins when when you put the cuffs on the coins need to come to my bank account and that's illegal and weird that's no that's deputizing that's being like a sheriff that's putting a bounty Mm -hmm. on somebody that's like that's that's great that's old west stuff it's it's hella vigilante it's hella wanted signs Yes. Mel was even accused of operating a scam within the scam as it appeared that he was trying to feed the target specific language to say that that would earn an indictment so he could get his bonus. So he's entrapping these people. He's like, oh, yeah, Mr. Williams, like we doing this mining situation for titanium. Let's do Simon Says, repeat after me. Um, right, right, right. I would love to do collusion. Can you say that? 
Kahlua. Do you want Kahlua gin with your drink? I am breaking the government's law. Repeat that back to me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. They keep being trapping and trapping. Most of the targets disgrace themselves, but some, it was difficult to decide whether they were genuinely looking for a bribe or simply believed that they were doing business the Arab way, as Mel told them. So Mel is telling them, too, like, so the Arab way is where you lie to the government. The Arab way is where we get illegal citizenship for people. That's just the Arab way. And that's terrible. Kenneth McDonald, vice chairman of the Casino Control Commission, may have always been innocent. There was no evidence that he had taken anything or knew that what was going on or knew about mail or anything. But the lead prosecutor still pursued his case. And any objections to his case were buried. So they were like, oh, we don't think that Kenneth, the vice chairman of the casino board, Kenneth didn't know. Kenneth is a family man. He was at the beach with his kids. Like, And they were like, we're still going to get him. Kenneth will be buried. And poor Kenneth. Justice for Kenneth. So Kenneth McDonald passed on from cancer, seeking exoneration. Arguably, he was a victim of the government's marriage to Mel Weinberg. So they're saying Kenneth was a nice dude and the government took him down too because Mel was like, I'm going to get my coins. I don't care who, I don't care from where, I'm leaving with something. And Kenneth was just like looking at the casino board like, do, 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 how the slot machine's doing? How how we doing? Had no idea. I didn't know the level of the game. I mean, it was a like the movie's like, oh, cool, they pulled it off. But like this, this ninja was doing doing the most. By any means necessary. They were putting people in jail by any means. Yeah. Entrapment, lying, forcing words in their mouth. They did not care. Forcing and snitching. I love it. So the scam goes public. This is the end. Okay. Uh, we're winding down. This still ongoing investigation became public in February 1980 when details were leaked by an unknown source to the New York Times. In the following months, Ab Scam caught Senator Harris Williams and six representatives, Frank Thompson, John Murphy. I feel like I'm reading like the freak leak list, like Sabrina, Keisha. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we got Frank Thompson, John Murphy, Michael Myers, <laughs> Richard <laughs> Kelly, Raymond Letterer, and John Renret. John Renret. Can't say that. Sorry, John. In a network. <laughs> for play-to-play schemes, caught all of them, threw the girls in jail, threw away the key. They were indicted and all later convicted along with three Philadelphia councilmen and several other political operatives. Congressman Letterer was re-elected under the indictment but resigned when he was later expelled from Congress. So Why? 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 He was running for office when he was getting indicted. Let him be great. <laughs> he still won. Exactly. Let how shitty of an opponent do you have when you're like, this is a criminal? <laughs> uh, now you're just throwing shade at Hillary. <laughs> oh, 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 not even. Not even Donald listen. Trump was a whole criminal. He told us yeah. that he only pays $750 in income taxes. And I was like, I would like to do that as well. But also right. crime. Where's the line for that? Right. Like I'm, I'm in this line. I should be over in that line. Yeah. He He's had like, a bunch I'm of smart. cases against him, assault cases, all types of cases, fraud, laundry, yeah. like, and still was president. So paternity you know. case. I think he was on Maury at one point. It's it's yeah, right. it's messy. It's messy. You're right. All the cameramen around Donald Trump are also like 
<laughs> athletes who run marathons because they know they got to run with the camera. Because it's giving Maury. It's giving Jerry Springer. It's giving you are not the father and Trump got to run away and they got to follow him with the camera. Like, yeah, a they criminal. Don't they don't quit. Most others served several years in federal prison and were expelled wow. from the institutions that they served. Mel went on to work as a private investigator in Florida before retiring. He died at the age of 93. Shout Whoa, out to Mel. Mel was a private investigator? What, what? What? Mel loves mess. It's messy Mel. He was like, <laughs> I love mess. I love to encourage people for mess. Oh, do you think your spouse is cheating? Great. I will be your Florida private investigator. Yes. I saw your spouse at the Suncoat with another bitch, and he bought her some Slim Jims and a Mountain Dew, so you know she ratchet, and I got photos. Oh, my God. Of course, he was a private investigator in Florida. You know, he was, like, sweating out some Hawaiian shirts and stuff like Ooh, that with some binoculars. You no, know he was. Perspiring <laughs> and catching everybody in their lives. I, Mel, this is how you do criminality. This is a criminal career that I respect. He made it to the yeah. age of 93, got caught doing his fraud and told the government, oh, no, I'm that girl. I'm actually the Beyonce of hoodwinks. Well, actually, I mean, of let me bribery of robbery. Yes. I'm the yeah. Beyonce. So, like, you're not going to lock me up. You're going <laughs> to let me stand. And like, and then he was like, got a little scam going on with the government. It was like, I want a thousand ahead. That's not the figure. But like, he was like. <laughs> For as many people as I'm tricking, y'all go pay me. Every time the squad car pull up, woo woo, I want my money. Jingle jingle. I feel like there's there's only Lacey. I've had such a good time tonight. I want to just tell you one thing that what Mel did, I think, ascends to something not. It's not criminal. It's called arbitrage. Oh. You know arbitrage? Yeah, go on. Arbitrage is like when you. Uh, it's. If you really like, if we pull out bird's eye view, shit is illegal. But like, if you're within the letter of the law, but not the spirit of it, meaning you have zero morals, but but you're doing ethical stuff, barely. Is that's called ethical? arbitrage. Okay, unethical, but not immoral. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Unethical, but not immoral. It's also given amoral. Okay, so maybe amoral. But there's a word for it, and that word is arbitrage. When yes. you're on just when you're a biscuit away from from committing a crime, and I think that's exactly what what Mel was. This to me, I'm like, look, let the scammers win. Sometimes you lost, you played, and you lost. Yeah. This is to me like if you're playing Monopoly, which is a long game, and I have an injury, I have a scar from Monopoly from my cousin Jermonica. <laughs> Because Monopoly always ends in fights. It's a violent game because it it's capitalism. And so yeah. when you start losing, you start losing bad. People start stealing. They start, you know, yeah. hiding money, stealing from the bank. And Waterworks. Yep. All that. Yep. But it's like, for me, it feels like you're playing Monopoly with a criminal and you start losing. And instead of just taking your L, you flip the game board over and end it. And that's why I'm like, let the criminals, they won. You should have just let them win. Like, true. But I feel like, I feel like Mel definitely beat them all. That's some oh, definite, Mel won. Yeah. Shout out to Mel because Mel true. really won as a scammer. He was like, I'm going to rob everybody the government, y'all, whoever, the fake shake. Mel got his coins. So, a Scamerican hero. Is that what you're saying? A Scamerican icon, truly. Yeah. 
true. Hey guys, mm. we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be back for the saddest part of the show, the end where I have to let Jordan go. Y'all let me go. Y'all let me go. Robbery! Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. At fraud! And we're back, and it's time for Scammer of the Week. This is where we highlight an honorary charlatan who may or may not be worthy of our praise. And let's see how we feel today. Today, we're talking about John Oliver. (laughs) He's trying to scam the scammers of Congress. During a recent show, he described... I love this. During a recent show, he described data brokers or companies that collected everyone's digital data to bundle it and sell it to the highest bidder. So he's telling everybody about how if you have a free app, just know it's not free. Just know that mm. anything that you have on your phone that was free to download or free to anything, Facebook, Twitter, any social media, the reason it's free is because they're going to steal your whole identity. Right. Absolutely. Everything about you, what you like, your preferences, when, the things you want to buy. That's the reason why when we talk about shit, our phone be like, hey, girl, Amazon actually got a deal on this thing you was talking about. <laughs> you was talking about Peloton. Do you want to buy? Like... Yeah. It's data mining. While some of these digital packages group together simple shared characteristics, some group people from vulnerable populations together, named such as help needed, I am 90 days behind with bills, or suffering seniors. What? They're So they're targeting vulnerable groups and being like, here go all the old people whose uh, family don't call them. Yum. <laughs> Here go all the people who are insecure about how they nose look. Here go all the people, you know, like they're grouping it. It's it's actually really diabolical. Brokers have been sued for selling these data packages to scammers looking to target those vulnerable people. Because they used to just sell it to advertisement companies and like, here's your demo. And now they're selling it to scammers like, you trying to do love fraud? We got some lonely old ladies over here. And they got full bank accounts. (laughs) Wow. He and his staff purchased data for a group of individuals who shared many of the same traits as a lot of congressmen. Some of these traits include being age 45 and up. They were online with a five-mile radius from Congress and searched terms like divorce, massage, hair loss, midlife crisis. Wow. Anything you Google, they go pick up. Not hair loss and midlife crisis. <laughs> now you Googling Corvette and they're like, we got you, bitch. <laughs> no. Corvette, yeah, absolutely. Hymns, Corvette. Uh, mm. uh, what else? Oh, my gosh. Like, probably uh, resistance bands. 
Um, <laughs> pull up oh, bars. Oh no! Right. Oh no! Using information derived from clicks on three ads. One was "Is your marriage a prison?" Another ad was "Can I vote <laughs> twice?" And the last ad is Ted Cruz erotic fan fiction. What? What? Who wants to read about Ted Cruz? I don't want to think about Ted Cruz having sexuals. I can't. <laughs> so they were able to identify several known lawmakers along with their questionable search histories. John then posed to lawmakers that might be listening that it might be time to think about passing laws to make releasing such personal information illegal. He ended with, you might want to channel that worry into making sure that I can't do anything, sleep well. I get it. It's, it's, a, it's a scam in the scammers because Congress is a scam. And he was like, look... Y'all don't care about data mining. Y'all been greenlighting this shit. But also, this you? <laughs> That's kind of genius. Maybe I, you should start voting against this because, hey, yeah. this you. Yeah, this you out here. Wow. Out here being out here. Yeah. So another scam within a scam to wrap up the episode, just like Mel was scamming the government and scamming everybody that they entrapped. John Oliver's like, I love it. But that's a John Oliver show. John Oliver knows what he's doing, and it's he's like, so good. He's so good at it. And I just want to. I love when he's like, "Hold on a minute," you know. It's just <laughs> like it's the best. It's like my I I need that little nugget to get through my week. So it's like yes. I'm not surprised by any of this. I think that John Oliver is sometimes when you make comedy like that, and I've written late night comedy with a political bent. You have to be a bit of a scammer in right. order to to bring to light and put in high relief a truth about ourselves. To so take that lens, spin it around, and show what's up. Right. It's like super the, This you gets people. It's like, you were fine taking these yeah. bribes like these other people when you thought it had nothing to do with you. Right. But now that we can look up you Googling penis pills, Ted Cruz, <laughs> how do you feel? How do you feel that extends we, extends knows that Ted Cruz is trying to extend? How do you know? Yeah, I mean Ted Cruz has feel? a heart anyway, so I don't know if he has any yeah. feelings. What, whatever feelings he had died a long time ago. His daughter won't even kiss him. You know, what I'm saying he's like he's trying to leave the country um, when the blizzard hits New York. Uh, hits, uh, Listen, Texas. he went to Mexico when sure. the power shut down. He yeah. went to Mexico and then blamed it on his family because his family made him go to Oaxaca. Those vouchers were irredeemed you couldn't Yo, redeem them you know what I'm saying? So, i know his daughters were like why am i in it why i didn't plan a vacation i didn't book the flights non-transferable can't refund them you know you know you're born to who you're born to that's also a scam you can't increase powerful center made you absolutely yep. but his so the so the road to anything through ted cruz is go through his daughters and then you can get what <laughs> that's what that's guys We've reached the end of this episode. We always ask Jordan, where would you like to be found? Oh my gosh, where would I like to be found? Um, I am on Instagram at the realer Jordan Carlos. That's me. Um, you can catch me on Twitter um, at Jordan Carlos. Um, yeah, that's it. You know, yes. keep it keep it simple. Keep it simple. Or my, or my podcast. Want. Or my podcast. Please. Yes, and name the podcast again, please. The podcast is called Adulting. It's with the amazing mm-hmm. Michelle Buteau. Um, look for it wherever podcasts 
you can stream them. Um, we're really Yay. excited about uh, relaunching our podcast. It's going to be wonderful. So, yeah, it's exciting. Really, It's exciting. such a fun show. Y'all get into Jordan. You see, like, this is a long episode because we were having mess and it was a fun time. Absolutely. We're cousins. This is also we're cousins. We're cousins. <laughs> we, re- we did Ancestry on the podcast and we're cousins. Uh, guys... If you want to follow me in my mess, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I on platforms. If you want to snitch on your friends and family, just make sure the scam's retired because we don't want, yeah, we don't want to fuck up your bag. Scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. And scamgoddesspod on all platforms if you want to see all of the photos and the things that we were talking about in person. If you want to stream my TV mess, iCarly's out now, season two on Paramount+. Plus. Get into it. Congregation, stay scheming. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming! This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.